Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, it is time to chat about sport and Live 95's Luke Liddy is in the studio next door. On the line, we have Gary Howie, who's the golf pro at Castle Troy Golf Club and Live 95 soccer correspondent Micah Hearn with us as well. And let's start with rugby welcome news for Munster rugby fans with Joey Carberry named on the bench for tonight's Pro 14 trip to Cardiff. Joey Carberry has this kick on the 15 metre line just 4 or 5 minutes inside Exeter's 10 metre line he's got 2 from 2 so far Carberry kicks the turf get the toes up to the top of the boot trail by a point and if anyone thinks there's no roof on this but if there was one it'll lift off with this one goes over Carberry strikes this one looks like it's good Crow will tell you ah there you yes. go Yes, is right. Munster into a nine points to seven lead. Right. And there you go. Good days for Joey Carberry, but uh, a lot of injuries between then and now. But Luke Liddy, obviously, there's delight for Munster and indeed Irish rugby to think that he's at a point now where he could possibly come on and play some part this evening. Yeah, certainly, Joe. And, and you saw him over the last couple of weeks uh, taking part in the warm-ups pre-match. We saw pictures of him in training. There was an interview about a month ago as well where he was saying that, that he was feeling great and, and he was getting nearly there but wasn't there quite yet. I mean, you look at Joey Carberry, you look at the, the talent he possesses and, and what he can do on the pitch. He has that X factor and I think that was something that Munster were crying out for when, when he did sign a, a couple of years ago. But it didn't transpire, obviously, the way that we wanted. He has been hit with injuries since moving to Munster, and it's been very unfortunate. You see these players with with so much talent, and, and sometimes this happens throughout careers where where injuries get on top of you. You get one after the other, and obviously, rushing him back for the the World Cup uh, wasn't ideal either. He was carrying an injury coming into that. Uh, it didn't work out for him in the World Cup. Then he came back only to be sidelined again after that. He's had wrist issues. He obviously. He has that ankle injury um, that, that that was tough to, to rehab. But look, he, he's back now. He's on the bench among the replacements, as you say, for the trip to Cardiff. After this, there's three more home games before a final. So who knows? I'm sure they're going to try and work him back in very slowly, give him a couple of minutes here or there. But who knows? He might be fit enough maybe to, to start in that final if Munster are to progress. And, and obviously, uh, his Ireland career, he, he'll want to get that back on track as well. And Ireland definitely crying out for, for another 10 to come in and, and, and maybe take the mantle from, from Johnny Sexton. Yeah, I mean, nobody doubts Carberry's talent, but listen, it would be a disaster for Munster not to be in the Pro 14 final. Now, should they're running away with it at the top of their conference, there's no excuse for them. They need to be in the final. The question is, will they beat Leinster in that final? It is, Joe, and, and I say that only not to jinx them as I'm saying that, that hopefully they'll be there. They really should. They're nine points clear, four games to go. I mean, you'd want to be beating Cardiff this evening because um, Connacht are obviously nine points back and, and they're away to Treviso tonight. So you're looking at them probably getting a bonus point there. So if, if Munster were to, to lose tonight against Cardiff, Connacht got that bonus point win. Suddenly the gap becomes very small going into the last three games, but you'd expect Munster to, to get the win away to, to Cardiff this evening. Right, Dan Mooney also with us, rugby commentator uh, here. And uh, Dan, um, Leinster are playing Italy in the Six Nations tomorrow. <laughs> or at least that's what it looks like. I mean, Leinster supporting acquaintances of mine were too embarrassed to even mention this yesterday. 
I mean, this is some... What's going on here? I, uh, it's, a, it's a difficult one to fathom, uh, I think, for a lot of people. That's in a, a full Leinster uh, backline, uh, which is, you know, it's difficult to, to, to look at that, particularly uh, in the light of, you know, we're, we're, coming, we're heading towards World Cup uh, time again. It's uh, an Italian team that, you know, they're improving, but they're still not great. And people are crying out to see the young players coming through the ranks uh, at all four provinces getting a, a bit of a shot. And instead, you know, Johnny Sexton's getting wheeled out again. The man is 55 years old at this stage. And uh, uh, you, 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 there's no kind of inventiveness or creativity. And, and so uh, it's a lose-lose situation in a certain way, uh, Joe, because... You know, well, let's be clear about this now, right? So, I mean, how many Munster players are actually in the 15 for Ireland tomorrow? Uh, uh, D- Dave Kilcoyne is in there, right? Uh, yeah, and uh, Tyg Byrne. Tyg Byrne is there. And, uh, CJ. Uh, CJ Stander, and that's it. CJ Stander. And, and, and Ian Henderson is there from Ulster. Yeah. And there's nobody there from Connacht. Nope. And the rest and, of them are Leinster. And I mean, like if you take Connacht as, a, as an example, I mean, Wooten is playing outstanding rugby for for Connacht at the moment. He's the top of the the try scorers charts with Pro 14, and Jack Carty seems to have uh, I don't know what he's done wrong because as an out half he's been excellent for Connacht and he was going well for Ireland and suddenly just seemed to fall off the, the national management radar and I don't know why. Um, and and what did Keith Earls do, for example? Well, one bad game um, starts, you know, our, our opening game against um, against Wales, and it was it was a poor one for Keith. Uh, other than that, he's done nothing wrong, and and I mean that over the course of seasons and seasons, he's been consistently excellent for Ireland and Munster for several years, but underutilized. Um, we, we I mean, it seems to me like I mean, blaming the winger because there weren't wasn't enough offloading against France. No, and. and we, we don't have a game that involves uh, wingers, so I mean, ultimately, uh, whoever you select out there is is going to spend most of the day. Uh, Simon Gagan got more passes than Keith Earls yeah. did on the wing against and France. We're at the stage now where the quality of our, our wingers' ability to kick is determining whether or not they they get picked because that's the way we play. Uh, James Lowe is getting huge praise and huge huge plaudits because he has a big left boot. And that's where the style of rugby we're playing at the moment. That's what we're asking our wingers to do. And uh, and apparently Keith Earls isn't doesn't have a big enough boot um, to suit at the moment. And as I say, there is a, there's a hint of lose lose about it because you know you have to beat Italy. Um, you have to go away and, and get that. And it's a job that needs to be absolutely done. If Ireland put fifty points on Italy, everyone is going to say, "Well, sure, look, it's only Italy." Of course, they put fifty points on. If they struggle, that would be seen as as proof that uh, uh, Ireland are terrible. So there's no way to come out of an Italy game uh, with, with anyone uh, patting uh, Farrell or any of the players on the back. So right. there is a certain lose lose to it, like. Okay, and um, so look, I mean, does that mean then that you know we the whole concept of this Leinster backline tomorrow is that they are to play this happy, clappy, jazzy rugby that we see at club level? And what happens if they don't? 
Yeah, I, I don't know if if that is the plan. Maybe it is the plan, but it's a massive. It has to be the plan. Yeah, sure. It, otherwise, what's the point in picking them? Yeah, well, it's and it's a massive step up from from Pro 14, from Champions Cup to Test Rugby. I mean, you you hear professionals, former professionals, talking about the the major step up, and obviously they can do it against Italy, as Dan said, and and he put it perfectly. That's what I always class it as as a lose lose because uh, no no matter what you do, you're not coming out looking looking great against Italy. People will 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 say it was just Italy at the end of the day but like if that is the plan to to, to roll out these Leinster lads and, and to play this uh, beautiful brand of rugby don't do it against Italy do it against a, a team that matters uh, I'm, that's maybe a bit disrespectful but I mean a, a, a team that'll that'll actually um, that, that'll be more of a challenge like doing it against Italy means nothing and, and we've seen it with Munster as well uh, in, in years gone past where we see them play a fantastic game against Benetton or, or against Treviso uh, and, uh, and 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 it's just it doesn't then transpire in the, in the big yeah. Champions Cup games you yeah. go back to revert to type so look it might be the plan maybe it is but it doesn't really matter at the end of the day against yeah, but Italy. I'm sure look, Dave Kilgoyne is the lesser spotted Limerick man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and actually I, talking I, I, about. I thought I, I thought you know, this was a rugby place. I know, I know, and and Has talk- Farrell been down here recently. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, Craig Casey certainly probably didn't think so against France when when he was rolled out for his international debut and didn't get off the the bench. He is obviously on the, well, the bench I, again. You should say because we should play this clip here of Andy Farrell because I know you picked this out. It sounds like he had an interesting conversation <laughs> with Craig about Craig not getting any minutes last weekend. <laughs> Let's hear this. He would have been upset, and rightly so, for not getting any minutes in his in what he thought was going to be his debut uh, against France. But then he goes back to Munster and dusts himself down and plays really well um, in, in poor conditions in, in, in Edinburgh. So uh, we're, we're really looking forward to, to him. Um, well, obviously, you can't promise anything in this world, can you? you know, he's certainly an international sport, but if he gets his chance, he'll, be, he'll certainly be ready. Right. OK, we'll take a break. Call Limerick today now on 46 1995. RTE belongs to all of us. It's for each and every one of us. And RTE wants to hear from you. About what matters to you. And about what you want from RTE. RTE is preparing a new public service statement. That statement will be our commitment to you. So we want to hear what you think. This is your chance to take part. It's a chance to have your say. Join in now at rte.ie slash have your say. RTE, it's yours. This Mother's Day at Boots, find the perfect gift for the miles away moms. Like half price on DKNY Fresh Blossom Eau de Poffa, now only €33.50. And Versace Vanitas Eau de Toilette 50ml was €72, now €36. With great savings on hundreds of gifts, find gifts of love for every kind of mum this Mother's Day at Boots. Shop safely on boots.ie or via the Boots app. Offers end 23rd March, available in larger Boots stores and boots.ie, subject to availability. Thanks to our hard work and solidarity, we can now plan for a safe reopening of schools and childcare beginning on the 1st of March. All the other current Level 5 restrictions must remain in place for the moment, while our nationwide vaccination programme accelerates in line with vaccine supply. Any lifting of restrictions after the 5th of April will depend on us continuing to suppress the virus to lower levels. To help people and businesses who have been affected by the pandemic, financial supports will remain in place until at least the end of June. We know how tough this is, but every effort we all make today 
will move us closer to reopening Ireland safely. Let's keep working together, doing right by our country, our communities and our families. Find out more, including a list of wellbeing and mental health supports that are available on gov.ie forward slash COVID-19. Supported by the Government of Ireland. Live 95 Quick Recycling Tips. Helping you to make better choices for our environment in 2021 with AES. Don't waste a slice. Pop your bread into the freezer and defrost quickly in the toaster as needed. Live 95 Quick Recycling Tips with AES. Leading the change for better recycling and waste management. AESIRL.ie. Live 95. Text or WhatsApp us on 086-123-9595. The Live 95 text line, powered by dinnersready.ie. Providing the highest quality meals delivered to your door. Phone 056-777-69890. Free delivery nationwide. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. I took a moment during that break, took a deep breath, and uh, Mike Hearn is with us, our soccer correspondent, Dan Mooney, Gary Howie, who is the golf pro at Castle Troy Golf Club, and Luke Liddy is in the studio next door. Um, Gary, Tiger Woods, back in the news this week. He would have been due, other than COVID, to play in uh, the JP McManus Pro-Am last year um, at Adair. Then it was rescheduled for this year, and obviously not been pushed into next year. But the prospects of us seeing Tiger at it seem pretty slim at the moment, don't they? They do, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Very bad injuries there to, to both his legs at the moment. So, yeah, it's, um, it's a real shame. Um, he was he was moved out of the trauma hospital. I think earlier this morning to the recovery hospital. So I suppose that's something positive. But um, yeah, you'd, you'd be very fearful about his his, his ways, his ability to play competitive golf at the highest level. Just bearing in mind the club head speed these guys are generating now, the force they put in their bodies. It's uh, it's a long road back, certainly. Did you ever come across him? Yeah, I met Tiger um, in 2010. I, I brought him down to the driving range when he when he played in the, in the JP Manus Pro. I'm at a dear man or so. Like he's, I wouldn't, <laughs> I'd be lying if I said he was the most pleasant man in the world. He was he was courteous, but he's very robotic. It's very much matter of fact. It's you know he, he doesn't go in for handshakes and pleasantries. It's very much uh, as you are. But, but nothing against him. At the end of the day, he's he's a father to two young children and he's an only he's an only son to his mother so we wish him well as a human being first of all and, and obviously we, as, as golfers we want to see him back playing as well Yeah, it was interesting to hear Rory McIlroy um, you'll correct me if I'm wrong here Rory McIlroy has is it four majors himself? I, he does have four majors, yes Yeah, so, you know not a bad career so far despite the pressure he comes under left, right and centre from lots of people I mean, that's one more than Podrick Harrington who quite rightly is a national legend um, yeah. It's three more than Darren Clark, three more than Graham McDowell, and three more than Shane Lowry. Oh, it is! Oh, it's an incredible record. I think the issue with Rory is he won them so quickly. Rory hasn't won a major for I think it's six years now. So everyone thought when Rory won the four majors, he's going to go on. He's going to challenge Tiger. Could he get to the? Could he get to the fourteen, the fifteen? The Tiger had at the time. Could he even get to the to the Magic Jack Nicholas target? Um, the problem with Rory is. He just hasn't been able to perform, and, and and as he hasn't quite done it in the majors, other players who you might even argue are, are lesser talented 
have, have gained have gained um, technically technique wise and 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 confidence wise and almost come above them. You look at Justin Thomas now. You look at Justin Johnson, the world number one. John Ram, they're all challenging now. And everybody thought Rory would be the man to beat, whereas actually he's he's only just inside the world's top ten at the moment. So it's, it's quite remarkable. But I, mean, I was thinking of other legends of European golf. You know, Seve Ballesteros. I think he won five. God rest his soul. Um, and um, Nick Faldo, I think it was Faldo, six yeah. for him. So, I mean, if Rory McIlroy retired tomorrow, he would have had an astonishing golf career, you know, and he's still in his in his early 30s. But it was interesting that he was the one who probably had to put a common, bit of common sense into the whole Tiger Woods thing this week with people going, will he play, will he play? And he's because lads, golf is the furthest thing from anyone's mind. You know, it was a, it was a seatbelt that saved his life here. And obviously he has serious injuries and, and it's about recovery. Forget about your golf. Yeah, hundred percent. No, and that's—I have to say—I I really, really enjoy listening to Rory McIlroy. I think he's so refreshing. I think he's so honest. I mean, he's honest often to his own detriment. Um, but the way he spoke last night, he's actually just just taken a position on the players' board on the US tour, um, which means he liaises with the the US tour with regard to player queries and any any gripes or groans they might have. He represents the players, if you like, in a kind of union sort of thing. Um, but yeah, he speaks so well, um, and he, he he said I think what a lot of the players, and I'd, I'd say ninety percent of the people were thinking nobody really minds if Tiger never comes back playing. We just want to see him back healthy. And I think what's quite fresh in the mind, certainly over in America, is obviously the very sad passing of Kobe Bryant there last year, who obviously didn't recover and, and, and died mm. very tragically yeah. in a in a in, a, in a, a helicopter crash. I think it was so. Basketballer, yeah. You know, yeah. So I mean, when you've lost Michael Schumacher. There's Seve Ballesteros, you mentioned I very young, so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of that kind of stuff would be going on through, through Rory's mind, I'm sure. There is, and I mean, you know, from Tiger Woods' perspective, 15 majors, I'll never forget when he was winning majors left, right and centre as a younger man, and it looked like he would easily surpass Jack Nicholas' all-time major record of 18. I'll never forget my own dad saying to me, listen, there's a lot of living to be done between now, this was about seven majors, and getting past Jack Nicholas, 18, and he was proved absolutely right about that. But still an astonishing thing to come back and win the Masters recently. 15 majors, you know, certainly in contention to be the greatest golfer of all time. And you, you kind of wonder, look, maybe the best thing that could happen to him at this point, to be honest with you, is, is stepping off the golf course and, and focusing on the rest of his life. You would you would think so, but... Um but, but reading books about Tiger and listening to the way he talks, it's, it just doesn't sound like Tiger. Like, who else do you know would come back having had four back surgeries? Right? As you say, most guys, they'd have a couple of back surgeries like, right, OK, come on, I want to be able to walk when I'm 50 or 60 years old. I want to be able to play with my kids. I want to be able to grow up and still be able to go for a dog or go for a swim. Tiger was having none of it. Tiger was like, no, I'm chasing this. I'm chasing number 18. And he came back and he won that. It was 11 years between his, 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 his 13th major and his 14th major. So... Do you know, we, we talk about Rory. Rory's not finished yet, I don't think. And, and, and you never know if one man could come back. It, you would certainly say it's Tiger Woods. He's come back from, from a lot of things that have happened in his life. So, And there was, there was a story back in the 19, 1949, there was a golfer called Ben Hogan had a serious car crash. Um, similar sort of incident. Um, and he, he was told he'd never walk again. And in 1953, four years later, he actually won the Grand Slam that he could play. He won, all, he won three of the all three of the majors he played in that year so right. there is, so there there is hope there yeah, is hope there is, there is uh, absolutely hope and you're ensconced in Limerick life now but I know you're a proud Scotsman as well I presume Scotland will want to kick Ireland all over Murrayfield in the 
a couple of weeks' time in the Six Nations. Yeah. It's, it's great to be a rugby nation again. <laughs> <laughs> well, beating England is always worth it, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, always, it's always a good day. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. You close, you close the pubs in Scotland and suddenly we're qualifying for European <laughs> Championships and talking about winning rugby matches and all sorts of I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> not, not just not just Ireland then with the pubs, yeah. Absolutely, oh, dear, absolutely. Great, Gary, it's good to chat to you. Th- thanks yeah. so much. Um, I, I want to talk to Mike Ahern now. Mike, um, you're going to finish the sport on a very positive note because it uh, looks like if COVID restrictions are lifted at some point this year that we'll be able uh, to head to the markets field and watch ho- an attractive brand of football from the new side in Limerick in the Midwest, Treaty United. Yeah, well, that's the hope, Joe, isn't it? And four weeks from today, the first ball will be kicked in anger in the first division when uh, Treaty United go and play Bray Wanderers. And then, of course, it's Wexford a week later at the market field. And I suppose with the ray of light and the vaccinations increasing, you'd have to think uh, by some stage in the summer, you will get to attend football games again. And it will be only one of a few opportunities, I think, with the way sport is over the summer months that you can watch League of Ireland football um, Treaty United will announce in the next 24 hours I would think Joe a squad Tommy Barrett has been working every hour that God has sent this week uh, he had three and a half days to put a squad together but he's assembled a squad in excess of 20 players so that shows the appetite that is there amongst the younger players in particular you'll see a lot of players coming from the local district leagues and I say leagues because there's players from Tipperary Clare and Limerick all uh, joining Treaty United uh, for the forthcoming season. And it's been a manic week, uh, I think, for the club when you consider that there was no players, no licence uh, less than a week ago to now having a full squad of players and looking forward to the full fixtures and the week of training behind them. Things are looking up. Yeah, and you eat and breathe soccer, of course, but a lot of people have missed things. Like, for example, it's called Treaty United and the strip will be, what, red and white, is it? Yeah, and I suppose the way I've described it to people, Joe, is, uh, and a lot of people like this kit, Atletico Madrid have a beautiful home kit of red and white stripes uh, with the blue shorts. And that's more or less the way Treaty United uh, will model their kit. I don't want to say too much because that too will be unveiled uh, over the weekend with the new kit suppliers uh, to be announced as well. So there'll be a lot of positive announcements. And I think people would like to get their hands on the merchandise, uh, the, the squad gear that will be available as I say, most people will want to see it on players first, and, and that's the first uh, priority now for Treaty, is to get the names out there. And I think, uh, you know, I think spectators who've watched League of Ireland, particularly in the last six or seven years, they'll be delighted with some of the younger players that are coming back to play for their hometown club. And it'll be all positive, but yeah, red and white, the first kit that Limerick wore back in 1937 was red and white, so it's back to the roots, back to the market field, and uh, I suppose there'll be a lot of nostalgia uh, for the opening home game against Wexford. Absolutely. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, brilliant to have back in the first division and uh, I know it's about sustainability in the first year. But finally, in terms of the brand of football, briefly, uh, will it be more Manchester City than Stoke? <laughs> well, you can't beat Stoke on a wet Tuesday night, can you, uh, at the Bet365 Stadium? But look, you'll be hoping, Joe, that they will identify themselves with a brand of football that's, I suppose, good to watch, that's positive in going forward. And having seen some of the players that Tommy has signed this week, there is some exciting attacking options. I think in particular there's one player who would have uh, certainly caught the eye of Limerick supporters in recent years. People might have said he was a bit young and immature at the time, but uh, he's back at the club too. And I, I think he'll score plenty of goals and will be an exciting player 
going forward. As I say, it's quite difficult to talk about the players when the club haven't announced I them understand yet, that, I, of course. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. I can say, Joe, that uh, there'll be plenty of attacking options and Tommy will be fairly top-heavy uh, with striking and with for the okay. club and when you have attacking calibre like that you expect at least some sort of goal threat Good, good Well listen, it's great to finish this board on a very positive point uh, with uh, Treaty United with League of Ireland Soccer back in Limerick and the Midwest Thank you to Mike Cahern Thank you to our other guests as well Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95 Let's Talk Business with Ford Lease Hassle-free vehicle leasing Search Ford Lease to find out more